Hey, we're Jason and Tony. This is our podcast. We call it In Case You Missed It. And see, we put stuff on here that you might have missed during the show. One of those things is we talked about the royal family and how we don't even care. Uh, all the news is still about the daggum royal family. Every channel, all Facebook. Harry and Meghan. Yeah. Megxit, as well, they're calling it. Well, the Queen had the meeting, had like a get together with the family. Yeah. I don't know. And it, it, I, I don't care, but I think I figured it out. I think it's a girl thing because all the ladies around here, around the station, they were talking about it like it meant something. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The, and I mean, like they were passionate about what was happening. That, it was really weird. It's like the giraffe giving birth. Yeah. There yeah. are people who, who really cared about it. <laughs> sitting there by their phones. And I got to thinking, if I called up my buddy McDermott, oh, you know, <laughs> Sean? You know, hey, how are you? Hey, hey, McDermott. What what, 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 what's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Man. What about this royal family stuff, man? <laughs> I just can't yeah. imagine that ever happening. I'm losing sleep over it, man. man. What do you think about Harry Megan, man? I'll tell you, I, I'm gonna sit here and have another beer, and I'm gonna cry my eyes out over this. Yeah, no guys. Hang on, I gotta replace this carburetor after I check Twitter about Harry and Megan. Yeah, see, it's not gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. No, there, there's, there's, I can't think of anything else. I couldn't care less about. I happen to have five things. That are more important than the drama going on in the royal family. Okay, great. The quality of our dryer lint filters <laughs> is more important it than is. that royal drama. Right. You don't want to catch a fire. The uh, STDs that are spread among breeding seahorses <laughs> is something we should be losing more sleep about than this royal drama. Uh, the Velcro on 2020 model diabetic New Balance sneakers. I do care about that more. It's more important. It needs to be strong. <laughs> Number four, a uh, Millie Vanilli greatest hits album. <laughs> M- more important. Yeah, yeah. And another, the uh, last, uh-huh. uh, Jake at State Farm announcing who burnt Carol she shed. <laughs> <laughs> Is more. In- I am way uh, more interested uh, in that. that than oh, this drama. Yeah, no kidding. Good luck to y'all, royal family people. If you're going to a funeral, you need to know what's considered rude. Yeah. And so we had a story about that today. I guess it's uh, slow at the Huffington Post because they're uh, working on etiquette at a funeral, and they've come up with the rudest things you can do at a funeral. <laughs> funeral etiquette. Uh, oh, boy. N- number that's one, r- arrive late. That's the rudest? Yeah, that's the number one thing is arriving late. To a I funeral, was thinking clip I mean, your toenails. At, that was, that's people that clip their toenails at funerals make me mad. Be on your phone. Yeah, that's yeah. always if you're joking with the buddy and everybody can hear you in the funeral home. That ain't that ain't, ain't a good time to play no, Farmville no. at a funeral. Uh, let's see here. Wear inappropriate clothing. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. Maybe overalls and a shovel. That probably wouldn't be the way to come to a funeral. Like a pull my finger T-shirt. Uh, be a distraction. Slip out the back. Uh, Say they're in a better place. You know what I hate? What is it? And oh, when and and old people, senior citizens, I'm sorry, but y'all are the most guilty of this. When they walk up to the casket and they go, Oh, look, look how good he looks. He don't look good. Yeah, they're dead with makeup on. 
Mm-hmm. That's not how I want to go. No, no, I'm with you. Yeah, they do. They look so natural, so right. peaceful. Oh, oh, oh. Or then, you know what? And in the South, the, we take pictures. I know. We're, yeah. That's still a well, thing that, around here. That's on the list, too. Uh, number, just the number three, taking pictures without permission. Yeah, that's a thing. I got to tell people you, do that. If somebody at my funeral whips out their phone and puts a Snapchat filter on my dead face... <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i will come oh, back and I'm haunt you cadaver jason with the deer ears yeah if you uh, make me a little dead bunny <laughs> oh gosh there will be your your mm. closet doors mm. will open and close and scare the bejesus out of you a <laughs> hundred times forever just know that the amazing walinda is going to be uh doing a tightrope over a volcano crazy uh nick walinda you know the famous falling walinda's high wire family I've heard of him. What's he doing? He's going to risk his life on live television yet again, this time with a high wire walk over a volcano in Nicaragua. What the heck? There's got to be a better way to earn a living than, than that. Cause you ain't, you're, you're main, you're a slip and you're, Oh, you're, and, you're, and, and then you're done. It's uh let's see here. It's going to be 1800 feet long. It's described as the highest uh, walk ever. Uh, he'd also be the first person to ever walk over a volcano. Imagine the sensitivity he's got to have. The 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 center of gravity. The the way. He, Man, I, I, here's the deal. Though. What if he gets an itch? I can barely drive if my foot itches. <laughs> if he just, and, uh, and, and and an itch doesn't like warn you it's coming on. It's just. Yeah. Itchy butt. I'm over a volcano. Yeah. I can't scratch it. Right. I feel like I got to pull over on the side of the road if I if I can't get to it. But to do this, to imagine the the way he must feel with his body. I bet if his wife gets up at night to pee, she can't get out of the bed without waking him up. <laughs> he'd be. I mean, he's just he's so touchy. I oh, mean, he's he's he, you know he's walked on wires his whole life. The yeah. guy that's crazy. I just hope you know walking over a volcano. I just I just really really hope that he doesn't make an ash of himself. <laughs> I'm sorry. We had the alternative history of the Upper Cumberland today. Here it is. The alternative history of the Upper Cumberland. Today, let's look into our tasty history at Ho-Ho Ding Dong, who, ironically, was from right here in the Upper Cumberland. Ho-Ho Ding Dong was the greatest pastry chef. Till one day, a big argument broke out between him and another treat maker named Little Debbie. She demanded a snack cake contest and bet her Star Crunch bar was the best snack ever. Well, Ho Ho Ding Dong accepted her challenge and put his honey buns up in the contest. The big day came and the judges loved Little Debbie's Star Crunch bar. Then it came time to bite Ho Ho Ding Dong's buns. Silence fell over the crowd, then a pause, then more silence fell across the crowd. Then it got quieter than silence. One judge said, Ho Ho Ding Dong! Ho Ho Ding Dong, said the second judge. The third judge stood and yelled, Ho Ho Ding Dong! It was unanimous. The crowd cheered for the champion. Everyone except Little Debbie. She tried to break Ho Ho Ding Dong's legs with a tire iron. But thankfully, got arrested before she got to it. 
It's a shame they are sore losers, but real winners like the winners of the Upper Cumberland, who don't let bad sportsmanship hurt a winning spirit, the spirit of the Upper Cumberland. Here's Tony's word of the day. It's kind of grammary. And now, to expand your vocabulary, Jason and Tony present Tony's word of the day. Pause a william Possibility is possibility's real name and what his mama calls possibility when he's in trouble. Possibility. Last Tony's word of the day. This here is the best country lyric never written. And now, Jason and Tony present the best country music lyrics that were never written. Beans for breakfast. What a healthy start. Then you hike your leg and you let a big. That was the best country music lyrics never written from Jason and Tony. And we'll leave you with today's Real Good. And here's what you get when modern medicine meets sheer willpower. Right, There's well. a guy in South Carolina. His name is Adam Gorliski. Mm-hmm. Uh, paralyzed from the waist down in a car crash in 2005, but Poor Adam. he hadn't let that hold him back. Over the weekend, he set a pretty amazing world record. Uh-huh. He learned to walk again using a robotic exoskeleton that strapped to his legs. And on Saturday, he walked across the finish line after completing a full marathon. What's uh-huh. y'all's excuse? What's y'all's excuse? Oh my goodness! He walked from he walked the Charleston Marathon, uh, which is exactly thirty three hours, fifty minutes, and twenty four seconds, which uh, beat the pre- previous world record by about three hours. Imagine that. it took him a year of training, and this wasn't his first attempt. He tried walking the Los Angeles Marathon last year, but had to stop seventeen miles in, into it. Oh, this time, he made it all twenty six point two miles. Oh my god! He says he couldn't have done it without his friends and family. Charleston is his home, so a ton of people came out to support him. Uh, they'd walk a mile alongside of him. Other friends would show up and walk the next mile. He says he did it to send a message to people that your disabilities and adversities should never define who you are. Wow, Adam, good stuff, Adam. Adam. My goodness. Adam Gorlitsky, you are real good. Okay, well, that does it for the podcast today. Thank y'all so much for listening to it and downloading it. Be sure to uh, share and subscribe if you wouldn't mind. We're Jason and Tony, and this has been In Case You Missed It.